Now on Sports Talk, it's SC Wild with Major Billy Downer of the Department of Natural Resources. Major Downer is here to take your questions about the great outdoors in South Carolina. Give him a call at 888-898-2525. It's SC Wild from DNR on the Sports Talk Radio Network. It is time for another edition of SC Wild from DNR here on Sports Talk with the Major Billy Downer. But on this particular show, as we do at this particular time in December, it's not just Major Billy Downer. It's Santa Major Billy Downer as he comes bearing gift ideas for the great outdoors person in your life for the upcoming days of Christmas. Welcome in, sir. How are you? Good to talk to you again, Phil. It's a pleasure to be here for another round of Outdoors Christmas. <laughs> hey, before we get to it, though, real quick, we had that storm come through over the weekend, that northeaster with all that wind, all that rain. Were you guys called into action at any time across the state? Actually, believe it or not, it caught everybody so much by surprise because no one predicted the flooding in Charleston mm. that happened so quickly. And, yes, it was bad in Charleston. I talked to our colonel who lives there just um, yesterday and was just talking about nobody was speaking about it. You know, nobody really was prepared for that. Nobody, No weather service really predicted. Um, because in Charleston it floods when you get an inch of rain. So when you get four inches of rain, five inches of rain, high tide, not even a king tide, just a high tide. Mm. It it uh, it really played havoc with downtown Charleston, as it always does. Just so much worse, and damage is being estimated still. I mean, you got the Port Authority there, and you got cars coming in. I heard about cars getting flooded, brand new cars that just got off the boats. Mm. Um, you know, really expensive cars getting getting messed up. Um, so. It was quite the storm, you know, cars floating around in Charleston. Uh, that is a scenario where often we do get called in, but we weren't called in, you know, this time as much um, because uh, it just happened so quickly, and then the water subsided pretty quick after that, too. It just, you know, a short time span that really hit uh, that Charleston area. Uh, really bad. It, the, it, uh, it was a weird storm. I mean, it had hurricane-like traits to it with – a strong wind and a lot of rain, maybe not the the, the strength of hurricane winds that are 100, 100 miles an hour plus and they're, they're sustained. These, I guess, maybe topped off at 60 or 70 mile an hour gusts, maybe you know, 25, 30 miles an hour consistently, but the heavy rain. But it had kind of a hurricane feel to it, didn't it? Did you feel that? It did because it comes in so quick, um, like a hurricane, it kind of moves out so quickly as well it just has that feel to it when it does that but yeah we're not used to 30 mile an hour winds you know sustained for any length of time whether it be 10 minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes we're not used to that so Mm -hmm. anytime it does that again you have a high tide on the coast it's a recipe for flooding which is what charleston saw but uh, we did not really get called into action on that as much as you know it's just a quick storm uh but certainly um you know we're trying to prepare for those scenarios by having swift water reaction uh, groups or, or, or with swift water training with boats that can go into areas like that. 
that get flooded. Typically, though, our swift water is going to be more of a rising flood water and pulling you know people out of houses and walking them out of flooded areas rather than really fast moving water. We do have some class, you know, category one or class whatever. I don't know what classes of rapids, but we've got some rapids in this state that are the class one, two, three, four, five. I think five's are real bad ones, um, and they're building some kind of uh, fun rapids, so to speak, that are artificially created, but yet still have the you know, the ability to be, put people in, at risk. So we're we're trying to prepare to react to those kind of uh, events. As also local uh, rescue squads at the same time, but again, from a statewide level, we have to look at it across the whole board. Sure. All right, let's get on to a more happier topic, and that is Christmas is right around the corner. You always have some great gift ideas for those who are still looking to uh, surprise that person on their list who loves to live in the outdoors. Go ahead, Major. Yep. So, number one, in no particular order now, we, we, always, we always throw this disclaimer out. Yeah. In no particular order, we're not doing the top ten down to number one. Hmm. In no particular order, but one of the favorites this year, uh, really out of the box, if you're buying for someone and you haven't bought that gift yet, anything in old school camo, you're going to be a top hit winner. Whether it's a shirt, a jacket, pullover, doesn't matter. If it's old school camo, that old khaki and brown or the green khaki and brown, you're going to be at the top of the list as far as the gift giver this year because everybody loves old school camos back in. Uh, folks really love it. Uh, Drake makes some really good ones. You can go to Academy. they got Magellan shirts in it. But people really like old school camo. So that's a top gift item anywhere from $10 to $30, $40, you know, in a, in a shirt. Or you can get up there in jackets and pullovers, you know, $50, $60, $75 as well. But you can get shirts, a really, really nice shirt, for around $29 right now in old school camo. And people will love you for it because hmm. they, they just, it's just a popular item. So old school camo is number one. Okay. All right, number two, always a good one. You'll hear me say this every year because it's just, uh, I got examples for it, flashlights. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, uh, you know, any rechargeable flashlights, little uh, LED flashlights that have, a, a, you know, either a, a watch battery or even um, AAA battery. You can't have enough flashlights as an outdoorsman. Example, I went hunting with some folks a couple weeks ago, and they had enough lights. They put one light on a deer that they had found that they shot, and they marked the light and walked off with another guy looking for another deer, but they left the flashlight on the deer so they could find it. Huh. I've never heard of that. <laughs> but he had, like, four flashlights in his pocket, little small mini lights. So it just shows people can find uses for flashlights. Smart. So a flashlight, LED of any variety, you can smart. You can find them in the checkout lines. Those are great stocking stuffers. All the way up to a string, uh, you know, a, a stream light, rechargeable for a truck, or a really nice gift item, you know, around $100, $150. Those are great gift items as well. But a flashlight is always a good item any time of year. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, those are two top ones right there. So number three on my list, and always going to be one there as well, is a knife. Any outdoorsman likes a knife. Now, when you get into knives, you can go all over the place with that. You can go with a buck knife, a folding knife, a straight knife. Um, you can go with a fillet knife if you're a fisherman in your life, or a folding fillet knife. All of those are great items. All of those are excellent gift ideas because everybody needs a knife. They'll get a knife, you know, they can't have enough of them. They'll always find another use for it. A good pocket knife is also good, and everybody likes something that's small that goes in your pocket. So if you can find that really nice pocket knife with a clip on it, or even what we used to call a church knife, a little small folding knife, a lot like the old case knives or, um, that you used to see that had a little bone on the side. Those are great church knives for a dress pant that look nice. But if you need that knife, you can pull it out your pocket and unfold it, and there it is, a little small blade. So a knife, great stocking stuffer, great gift item. So right now, those are three of my top gifts for every year. Now, you know, along with all the gift giving we talked about in a cheaper line, let's get a little more expensive for a minute. We talk about optics every year, and, you know, binoculars are always a great gift item. I say that year in, year out, but I'm always going to say that because those are things people need to see better in the stand. It keeps you from using your scope as a set of binoculars. A lot of hunters don't take binoculars within the deer stand, particularly in South Carolina. Out west they do, but they're not used to that here in South Carolina, so Binoculars are a gift item that people will use they may not think about. So a good set of binoculars, you know, your basic set's about 150. You can go as high as you want again. Um, you know, a, a cheaper set, 150, but you can go on up there and get 250, 350, 450. Uh, Swarovski, uh, Zeiss, you get they're really expensive. Um, but a basic set of binoculars, around 150, $200, is a really nice gift. Um, and it will help the hunter in your life be safer because they won't be using that rifle scope, which people are tempted to do, to look at, but to identify things. They should be using that binocular always. So binoculars are a great gift item. And, again, I will tell you this, in binoculars, the more you spend, the better quality. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the cheaper they are, the less quality they are. Um, there is There is some basic ones out there, and you can find – some of the um, the Buckmaster series, if it says Buckmaster, that's a bottom line, but a very a solid um, pair of binoculars. If you get the Buckmaster line from Cabela's, you'll see those are Bass Pro. Uh, that's the bottom line, but it has got a – they're generally good quality glass. They're not going to be up there to Zeiss, Swarovski, Leopold, um, Leica, but they're going to be a, a, a basic – starting point and a good gift item for sure so again we've talked about just to recap old school camo mm-hmm. we've talked about flashlights we've talked about a knife talked about binoculars one more thing in there your your range finders we talk about that every year and i say that because so many more people today are getting into long distance shooting and a range finder is a great addition to any hunter's toolbox when they go hunting because it's just hard to get when you're using these really good scopes 
and you range your, your rifle and your scope and you get it set for 100 yards, 200, 300, and beyond, you've got to know the distance. If you don't know the distance, you can't, what they call dope the scope, or you can't get that scope locked in to where it needs to be so you know where your bullets or your projectile or bullet's going to hit at a far distance. That is why the military uses it. They have spotters with these really high-price uh, high equipment that gives them good, solid range um, so they know the distance to the target. It's just as important when you're hunting to know the target because, again, we want to make a good shot, a one-shot clean kill so animals don't suffer. So that range finder is a great item. The basic range finder around 100 hours. You can find them at, at, at um, again, Bass Pro or Cabela's, your local hardware store maybe. But, again, if you're going out for 1,000 yards, you're going to have to pay $150 to $200 for one that will range out to 1,000 yards. You pay $100 for one, it may range to 300 yards max. It's not going to do much past that. If you're into long distance shooting or your hunter is, you need to go a little bit better. Get that $200, $250 range finder uh, out there that will go out to 1,000 yards. And typically the range finders are numbered that way. If it's a, whatever the model is, a 1,000, that means it's good to 1,000 yards. If it's a 1,200, it's good to 1,200 yards and so forth. 1,400, it's good to 1,400 yards. Again, the further it will it will give you, the distance it's going to be able to tell, the more expensive it's going to be. Mm -hmm. But those are great gift items there as well. Now, going back down a little bit on our, on our, our list, uh, as far as pricing, a couple, a couple expensive things that we've talked about, but you can go back in there and, you know, fishing. Lures are great gifts. If, you're, if you've got a fisherman in your life, getting lures is a good thing. Find out what they like to fish for, bass, or, or if it's inshore. You know, some great uh, inshore lures are great. Go out and get some of the fake shrimp um, that are out there, the poppers, the popping corks. Uh, for fishing for, you know, speckled trout, what have you, red drum. Those are great gift items. Put in a little assortment together. You can spend as little as $30 and get probably $30, $40 and get five, six different lures and things to put together in a little nice gift for somebody that likes to fish. Those are easy. Again, you need to know what they fish for. If you go to Sportsman's Warehouse there in Columbia or any of the local, uh, you know, different fishing stores around, if you tell those folks, hey, my my, my girl, include the girls out because girls like to fish too. They like to fish for largemouth bass. They'll be able to help you put together a quick assortment of lures that will make a nice little gift item because what they, they're going to know what's popular. Your local store is going to want to know what's popular on Lake Mary. local store on Lake Marion will know what's popular on Lake Marion. A local store, you know, up in the upstate, they're going to know what's good on Lake Kiwi. Again, on the coast, they're going to know what's good down there. Um, so lures are a great small gift item. That's something I want to add to the list this year because so many times we've forgotten the fishermen in our lives um, out there. So past that, you know, you get into fishing a little bit more, you know, a good reel is a good gift as well. Uh, that's going to be number seven for us tonight, but the reel is a great gift item. You can go to Hadrill's in, in Charleston. You can go to Sportsman Warehouse in Columbia. Uh, and you can buy really nice basic reels in there in the range of 50 to $100 for some great spinning reels that would be great for the fishermen in your life. Now, if you want to put a rod with it, that's a great gift item as well. 
But again, you're going to go up. You're going to be at 150 dollars for a rod reel combo, most likely. Um, but there are some good ones out there uh, that make a great gift item as well. Um, so past that, going back again to our outdoors, a good pair of boots. Mm. Number eight tonight for me would be a pair of boots, and I like getting boots that people don't wear every day. Not talking about a pair of bean boots. Not talking about a, a nice pair of Dan or something like that. We're talking about like a pull-on pair of muck boots. I always say muck boots because muck boots don't go out of style. And this year, especially, um, the the new boot in the last two or three years has really got popular is the little short ankle boots. Uh, there's several varieties of them out there. Um, there's a camo style out there, some brown um, boots out there, different colors, gray. You can get the, uh, the Huck, H-U-C-K brand boots. Um, those are fairly around $99. You can go to any of your hardware stores or any of your stores, sporting goods stores. I think of Schofields and, and Florence, Sportsman's Warehouse. And you can get those little ankle rubber boots that are really great. They make extra tough as the probably the number one brand everybody looks at, and they're around $100. But those are a great boot for when it's wet in the yard, going fishing on a boat. The Huck boots or the Hook boots, H2K, those are great for fishing. they got a bottom that's really good for a boat uh, to keep your, your, your footing solid in the boat. But those boots are great uh, right there. And that's probably, in the last three years, that's just overtaken the boot market is these little short ankle boots. And they're great for anything from going to field trials with dogs or going fishing. Uh, so the ankle boots, extra tough, hook, uh, are good. Um, you know, I talk about jackets, and that's something I'll always talk about. We did talk about old school, but jackets. Um, always a good item to add to your list for any of your Christmas um, wishes, your Christmas last-minute search, a good jacket. I always talk about Drake. Anything is going to be good. Um, that's kind of a standard now. Browning's good. Um, you'll, you'll see those as well. Uh, you can get up there and get expensive. You can get the Cooey the jackets. Or you can go out there and, and get you know, even more expensive uh, with the different jackets that are out there today. But a Drake's a good jacket for the price. Um, Columbia's always good as well. But in, in the camouflage version, Drake is just probably that standard that's really good and not that expensive. You can find a best around $75. It's got really good insulation in it. Or you can get a quick throwover jacket for about $75 as well. You can get up there and get some duck hunting jackets to get up there $250 real quick. Um, but again, a jacket's a great gift item. Uh, and again, the camouflage patterns, there's so many of them out there. You don't have to go get the Cooey. You don't have to go get the, the really uh, the, the more expensive jackets that are out there now that, that folks are going for. Um, you can go back to that Drake and get a really good jacket. Or, hey, just get a basic camouflage jacket. You know, I remember getting the one piece of the big jumpsuits. Big deal. And those have kind of gone away. But they're coming back a little bit, too. On special rack a lot of times this time of year, a lot of your hardware stores, sporting goods stores, will order those in just for Christmas to get that uh, that, that kind of a that real quick, jumpsuit for a quick gift idea. So uh, the jack clothing like that, and to round everything out, really, for me, uh, the last gift item that I'm thinking about when I go through all the different things 
you know, again, thinking out of the box, mm-hmm. thinking things that people don't think about all the time. Mm-hmm. What is that one thing that you might not get for your outdoors person? A good thermos. Something that keeps something warm like coffee, hot chocolate, what have you. And there are really great ones out there that are camouflaged. Um, you know, thermos makes some good ones. Coleman makes a good one um, with some really good, cool camo. I just like a metal one because they just last longer. Um, there's so many varieties of those, but a good thermos, even a thermos brand, um, you know, it doesn't have to be a Yeti. But, you know, Yeti does make a really cool one now, um, and those are great gift items that somebody may not buy for themselves, but if they got it, they'd use it. Because on a cold morning, it's nothing better than having something to keep that beverage warm mm. that an hour or two hours into your deer hunt or duck hunt, especially if you leave early in the morning, four hours later, man, maybe you go out at 3 o'clock in the morning, and it doesn't get light until 5, 6, 6.30, you know, and it's now three and a half, four hours into your hunt, and you can open that that canister up and it's still hot. That's worth its weight in gold. So finding a good thermos is a great gift item and something that the hunter and outdoorsman in your life, fishermen, they will love that, particularly in the colder months. Those are that will round out the top ten. That'll round out our top ten for this year. Adding in a few different ones that we haven't talked about in the past. Uh, But again, old school camo. That's my top pick right now, kind of for that out of the box thing. It's just hot right now. Anything old school, they'll like it. Whether it's a wallet, a belt, a boot. If it's old school, they're gonna like it. Let's go bigger item. Real quick, let's talk boating. And if somebody wanted to gift a motor to somebody for Christmas, you're out. You're you're losing your mind. That's nuts. <laughs> but yeah, it depends on the boat, the motor, what size it is. But the motor is, you know, those are well, they're just expensive. Yeah. Twenty-five horse motor for a fifteen, sixteen foot boat. You're looking around three thousand dollars. For a nice a motor for a boat. You know, a Jumbo package today, 16-foot Jumbo, and a 40 on it, you're looking around $10,000, $12,000 for a Jumbo package. Boat, motor, trailer, everything. That's what you're looking at. Yeah. Um, your basic center console boat today is around $45,000, $50,000 for a 17-foot center console boat, motor, trailer. Those are your big gift items if you want to talk about boats and motors. Well, I'm thinking big. I'm thinking big here for the around. holiday. Well, can I get on your list? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on your list. Well, maybe I'm thinking more in lines of a little model I want to be a adopted by the Cornblue family, sounds like to me. Thinking maybe of a little model. You know, we get little, these little models that you put together. Um, well, that sounds great. And have you completed all your shopping for uh, the outdoors people? Have you gotten everything I've in line? I've done most of my shopping. And you know, Phil, let me throw one more in there. Okay. Outside of our tent that we didn't talk about, that I, I said to myself I need to say tonight, a lifetime hunting and fishing license oh, is always a great gift. That is. That's a bigger mm-hmm. gift. That's a $500 gift if they're over age 16. If they're under 60, they're 15 and under, it's $400. Before they're two years old, it's uh, $300. So, again, 
you know, you don't think about it when you're a parent and you're worried about diapers and mm-hmm. everything else, but a lifetime license from a grandparent to a child, grandchild, a parent to a child, or to that special person in your life, you really want to surprise them, give them a lifetime hunting and fishing license. And you can add to it year after year by adding salt water to it. You could add lifetime waterfowl permit to it. Um, there's some really cool additions in there of it for your outdoorsman. That lifetime hunting and fishing license will last them, you know, again, put them in the outdoors. They don't have to worry about buying a hunting and fishing license anymore. That's a great idea. Well, listen, thank you. You have a great holiday with the family and the newcomer to the family. I know you're going to love that. And we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much. But uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thanks, Major. Merry Christmas to you. Major Billy Downer. Santa Downer. Here on Sports Talk. Santa Upper. That'll do it. See you tomorrow night.